not a small God he's a great God but there is one thing the devil always try to do his power is based on the weakness of your faith Satan's power is based on the weakness of people's faith once your faith is strong Satan's power comes down so when he attack he attack your faith until your faith is depleted you are still on top and he will make sure he put the problem on you until you give up when you give up before the thing can get you once you hold on in faith you will continue to move up in faith first john 5 says that everyone who believes that jesus is christ is born of god and everyone who loves the father loves his son, his child as well. This is how we know that the love, this is how we know that we love the children of God by loving God and carrying out his command. This is the love of God that we should obey his commandment. Hallelujah. How many of you believe that you are the son of God? Great. Then we have a church. If I didn't see hands, then it's a meeting. It's a gathering, and we can give it a name. But once I've seen God's children gathered together here, there was a way two or three are gathered together. I am in their midst, and I believe that God is here. And I believe that, look at the one by you. Look at the one by you. Who is that person? Who is that person? Tell that person, you are a child of God. So the devil have nothing in you. Look, you may be feeling that you are failing, but you are not a failure. For your father can never fail. Hallelujah. That is the kind of God we have. And I pray that if you lose anything at all, not your faith. Keep on holding and keeping your faith. The same John, 1 John, says that this is what we use to overcome the devil. Even our faith. 
It is your faith that can resist him. It is your faith that can overcome him. It is your faith for whatever is born of God. How many of you are born of God? Good. So who is he talking about? So you are born of God. Then you are qualified to be in this one. Overcomes what? Overcomes what? Overcomes what? So you are the world overcomer. There is nothing in this world that can overcome you except you allow it to overcome you. There's no situation in this world that should overcome God's children except we allow it. Not even COVID. Whatsoever is born of God overcomes the world. And this is the victory that has overcome what? The world. Even our faith. It is our faith that we can use to overcome the world, the obstacles of the world, the, 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 the devil's missiles and everything. It is our faith. But in working on your faith, when I talk about faith, it's not knowing all the scriptures in the Bible. But all the scriptures point you to a certain aspect of God so that you can put your faith in him. So the scriptures help us to point us to a certain specific aspect of God that can meet a certain need in your life. So our object of faith is God. And because he said it, that is why we believe it. If you go back to Romans chapter 4, I like that scripture very much. Verse 17 downward, he was talking about the father of faith, which is Abraham, who God chose, and who many things went against, but still succeeded in life. As it is written, I have made you the father of many nations in the presence of whom him, whom he believed. That is God. Who gives life, I love that area. Who gives life to what? The dead. And call those things which do not exist as though they did. In having faith, these two aspects of God must be embedded in you. You must know it. You must understand it. You must, you must seek to know it. That one, God is able to raise the dead. It means that if anything is destroyed at all, God has the ability to bring that thing back to life. If your life is messed up, God is able to bring that life, those pieces 
of Christ's life and make it a giant. He is a specialist in bringing what is dead to life. It means that that thing already exists, isn't it? So there are situations in our life that can be done. He brings the dead to the life. Even whatsoever exists, whatever you do, that you really have seen before, if it go bad, God has the way of bringing it back to life. Your faith should be built on this. So on this premise, whatever happened and as you walk in the life, you are not afraid of anybody to, who can destroy your life. You are not afraid of anything that can destroy your business. You are not afraid of anything that will destroy your marriage. No matter how bad things are, God has the ability to raise and to bring it back to life. That is the first aspect of God that we must know. His ability, his power to bring dead things to life. To bring things when man says, you know, everything has ended. He says, it's not ended. It's now the beginning. When man gives up, that is when God begins his work. When men lose hope, that is when God brings hope. When everything do not work well, that is when God comes in. It doesn't matter how many times you have tried. The God who raises, who brings the dead, he has that ability, that power to bring the dead to life. In fact, Abraham didn't have the entire Bible. He didn't have that and this Bible was not written. The only aspect he knew about God, God revealed to him, God revealed and put it in him that he is God that can raise the dead. This one might not have been spoken to him, but he knew inside him that the God that I have left my fathers and followed his ability to raise the dead is there so no matter what is dead in your life your dream might be dead but today I'm speaking to you life can come out from that dream Abraham our father Knowing this, when then knowing that God can raise things from the dead, applied it to his life. Because at the point, the promises of God, know how many know that God promised? There are so many promises in the word of God, but sometimes it looks like it's not happening in your life. This week, we prayed on the promises of God, isn't it? There are a lot of promises. God said you are more than a conqueror, but you see yourself on the ground. <laughs> God has said, said, he was poor so that you become rich, but you see yourself broke, coffee broke man. 
Everything written in the Bible, it seems you are seeing the opposite in your life. He said you are healed, but you see yourself being sick. Isn't it? As if God has lied. Abraham went through similar things, but he had one strength. And he had one thing he knew, that that God is able to raise the dead. He's able to turn dead things to life. Say amen. amen. He's able to turn what? This is God. So if your condition is beyond human description, I want you to know that God is able to raise the dead. Abraham knowing this enough is enough for him. God promised him you're going to get a child and he himself at the point saw that his body was dead. He saw that his wife's womb was dead. He saw that age described by medical science says he cannot be productive. Natural science says that this man, look, when you were young, you could do it, but what could work it? They are all dead. But he believed the God that is able to raise and bring life to the dead. That no matter how my condition, because you have said it, you have this ability also to perform it. God never speaks without having the ability to perform it. Human beings speak. And at the time the human being is speaking, he might have the ability to perform it. But you know, there is something they call all things being equal. It is when human beings speak, based on certainty, it means that everything should be equal. If he lives here and conditions change, changes, his promise will not be able to perform. He can perform it. If he promised you dresses and he has it in the house and he is yeah, I'm going to give you, I have some nice dress, I'm going to give you, I promise you, I have a nice shoe, I'm going to give it to you. It is in the house, I'm going to give it to you. He promised you with all joy, you are happy. He goes out and he hears his entire house it's been to ashes. There's no way he will be able to fulfill his promise. Not, not that he has lied to you, but his ability is limited. How many of you have promised people and you couldn't perform it? Hey, if you haven't, then you are not a human being. If you haven't, either you are not a human being or you are too stingy that you don't promise, you don't give people any, anybody. You have never given anybody anything before. If you are generous, you will find out that sometimes you promise, sometimes you see a situation, you want to help, but you don't have the power to help. God has that power. So your first belief Trust should be God's ability to turn Westerns 
to great things. His ability to bring the dead to life. His ability that if everything crash, he's able to put it together. His ability that when man give us, he holds on and brings it up. His ability. This ran through the entire scripture. When Israel hope got lost and everyone was afraid, David believed God. That look, I'm going to fight that guy. Even if he kills me, I will, God is, has the power to raise me. So he wasn't afraid of death. And he turned entire battle around. The second thing Abraham, the second in that foundation of Abraham faith, the first one is that God has the ability to do what? To raise the dead. The second, sometimes it is not raising the dead. To raise the dead means that the thing have existed before. And the thing, something happened to it. But sometimes the thing do not exist. It is your imagination. It is something you want. But it's not there. You want a husband but all the men are married around you. You want a wife but all the women, potential women, are all married around you. The next step is that he also believed God. Let's, let's go back to the same scripture before we finish. Oh, yeah. Who gives life to the dead and calls those things which do not exist as though they did. That is the nature of God. That's how his promises are. He looks at you. Today, you don't have anything in your pocket and he calls you the richest man in Ghana. And you look at yourself. Sometimes when God speaks to us, we begin to question you see, there was one time God made a, a prophecy came to me. And when God prophesied, I looked at it and said, ah, maybe it is not me God is talking about. He is trying to talk about somebody and he missed it. When God has told me, you are a prophet, I said, God, it's a mistake. Angel, God sent you to somebody, you got confused. You went to the wrong address. Prophets are very eloquent. Prophets have personal. Prophets have this. I just, these are the prophet. God won. I don't want to be a prophet. In fact, I told God before. When the first time I heard prophet, that prophet wasn't, when they call you a prophet, is another thing. It means that you have some red gown with a belt, without shoe. I, I looked at myself. I wanted to put on suit in life. And they say, as I, God is asking me, me, I won't wear shoe. Me, I, <laughs> I said, God, no, 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 no. This is a wrong man. This is a wrong man. 
go to the next, the next lane. There's some guy. He's a very good speaker. He can do this and do that. I am not the one. And God, one thing about God, the more you want to argue with him, the more he, he repeats. He doesn't change it. He will say the same thing. You cannot convince him not to do anything. He takes things who do not exist. That is how he called them. Before they come into existence, he pronounced them and proclaimed them and called it. Before, you tell me what have not yet come into your life. That's how God called you. That's why I don't give up on believers. Sometimes if you want to be too critical about believers, you'll forget about who they are. So that you look at some believers. <laughs> is, is this a goat or is a sheep? You will see a sheep behaving like a goat. But it is not a goat. The fact that sometimes it behaves like a goat and jump, you know, You know, good knows how to. How many of you have seen goats before? They're very smart. Uh, we used to have some goat. It can climb trees. Sometimes when it want to, when it want to eat, it will stand like this. But the sheep, you have to bring it down. It will jump anything. When you are driving and you meet goats. Afar, know that you won't hit them. They will run away. So in the village, cars normally don't kill goats. It is sheep that they kill. And anytime they kill the sheep, it is good news for us. <laughs> that meat has come. <laughs> the fact that a sheep behaves like a goat doesn't mean that it's a goat. The reason why it's a sheep because it is born by a sheep. And the fact that a goat behaves like a sheep doesn't mean it's a sheep. It's a goat. Why? Because the mother is a goat. The father is a goat. The reason why you are a goat or you are an animal, you are a human being is because your parents are human beings. So God sees your origin and who you become in future. He sees ahead and God pronounce you that you are a mighty man. You remember when they met this man Hiding and threshing, you know that man? Who? Gideon. Gideon at this time, and the, you know the during the greeting the angel gave him. Mighty man of valor, and the guy doubted. Ah! 
What are you saying? Mighty man of valor. Then he referred. If you are with us, why are we in this condition? He had all that might. He had all that it takes. But he did not know. Israel had all that it takes to destroy the Philistines. But they did not know. It took David. Isn't it? It took what? To do what? Do you know, when he killed Goliath, what did the rest do? The very people who were afraid of the Philistines, they were the very people who chased the Philistines. They were in the mind of God. Israel was chasing the Philistines. But in reality, Philistines were chasing the Israelites with their words. He will speak and they will run and go and hide. These people running were champions. Champions running. But when David demonstrated and said, look, we are not defeated. We are not decent. God calls us victorious people. And that is what I am. That is what we are. We're going to fight this battle. We're going to win this battle. And he fought and he won. And the rest joined him. And the very people who were afraid with that, their sword, the same people chased the very people they were running away from. It means that it was only one man they were afraid of, not the entire nation. For your information, what we used to run away from? Jesus, our David, have come to destroy him. And now, you can chase and run after your enemy. You need not run away. That Goliath has been killed. He has been conquered on the cross. So that you can have the boldness to chase all these little, little demons. He calls things which be not as though they were. That is how he wants us to be. You can't be in a situation today, but I want you to agree with God. What you don't see today, call it into being. Call it into being. Call it into being. Call it into being. Some people got up and somebody got up and said one day man will fly. He did not succeed just immediately but he keep on doing it doing it until one day man could fly and now you you fly even though you are not a witch a wizard. you six and a half hours. You are in UK. Or is it more than that? Six hours. 
You are here today. By the next day, you are in America. Go far. You'll fly higher than the best that you wanted to fly with. But you go higher than that. Whoever have taught that man can go beyond a bed. But the person in the mind had a picture of flying. I want you to think big. When the Holy Spirit puts something in your heart or in your mind, don't say it's impossible. Because that is how God operates. He calls things which be not as though they were. Whatever that you want to achieve, which God has said to you, which you must achieve on this earth, I am telling you today, you can achieve it. Calling things which be not as though they were. This is the nature of God. I'm a prince. I'm a king. Because the Bible says, we are. You can, I can be born naturally by a servant. But spiritually, I am a king. Because my birth in the spiritual realm is different from my birth in the physical realm. Some of us, not by your fault, there's no stool in your family. For you to inherit. So you have no hope of ruling anything. But in Christ, in Christ, you have a high seat. You are a king. You are a ruler. Your words must rule. I might be your servant, but in Christ, I am not your servant. I'm a king. I want us to see ourselves as we take the Lord's table. That his blood has given us victory. Yet we overcame the devil by the blood of the lamp and also our testimony. Maybe say, I don't have any testimony, but the blood of the lamp. <laughs> you can't partake it. As you partake it, you must know that the devil and his father-in-law and mother-in-law can never touch whatever belongs to you. You tell them to go to hell where they belong to. If you are sick, the Bible says by his stripe, we were healed. You say, hey prophet, this disease, it killed. You know, Satan has a way of bringing into memory failures. We call hall of failures and enlist them unto you. This one died, this one died, this one died, this one died, this one died. Nobody survived. When he tells you, tell them, look, even if everybody died, 
the Bible says that God has the ability to raise. I will be the first man to survive. The first woman to survive. So that everybody will learn from my faith. Because Abraham did something. He was weak in faith. He, he, was, he was strong in faith. He was barren. He couldn't get a child. God has promised him. The man age was catching up. How many of you have known this? Shouldn't I know that age is catching up? You want to do many things, but time is not <laughs> on your side. But God has a way of prolonging. When God promised, he also has a way of making you fulfill it. Abraham and Sarah. Abraham thought at the point, Abraham thought is Sarah who can give birth. So Sarah said, look, let Abraham. So Abraham gave birth with uh, uh, Hagar. Oh. God said, that is not what I'm looking for. So when I promise, my promise is what I said. I didn't say help me. I didn't say I'm giving you a second choice, a second, how do you call it? No, the first choice. Sometimes you choose second school, first choice. They don't take you. You go to second choice, third choice. Sometimes sometimes you are, they put you in a region. <laughs> I got my second choice. I didn't get my first choice. I didn't say that. I mean your wife, Sarah. And Sarah was in the, when the time came and they came, they, and they announced that Sarah would give birth. The, at the season, listen, Sarah was in the tent and she laughed. Sometimes the thing is that you've gone through the trouble, ah, the up and down, up and down, up and down, up and down. Sometimes you, you are close to catching the thing, then pine is gone. You are close to catching and certain the circle goes so much that you begin to believe the circle. So when God announces that this one is going to work, Sarah, oh, let's, Sarah laughed. Therefore, Sarah laughed within herself. This laughter is not outside, though. You know, some, some of you laugh in your head, you laugh within you. Somebody will say something, then, then he will see you laughing, but you're laughing inside. That was exactly what. Sarah did. He loved within herself. It didn't come loud, but God who knows what is happening in people. He, he did it. The, the, the laughter didn't come out loud. It was just how sometimes you laugh at people in your head. You laugh at their head and you are in a tent in addition. Not that you could even see your facial expression to see that you are laughing. No. They didn't see him. She was in the tent and the angel God who knows everything realized and said your wife Sarah therefore Sarah laughed within her after I have after I have grown old you know what he said he said it in the head after I have grown old sometimes we prophesy to you he said, a bit in your head you didn't say it in your mouth but you say it 
after I have grown old, shall I have pleasure, my Lord, being old also? Not him. Shall I have pleasure, my Lord, Abraham, he too, 13 years back, he could perform. But I saw that after that, the man, he's gone. Uh, he couldn't function. Nothing could help him. They pushed him with all aphrodisia. Everything is not working. Nothing is happening. <laughs> Nothing is working. Nah, nah. <laughs> Nothing works for him now. I don't know. We're, we're do, it, it has finished its work. It has expired. Abraham. Sarah is your wife who can know that you can't function. So Sarah knew it long time that Abraham kaput. <laughs> and he laughed in her head. And Sarah understood that at a certain age it is possible for that to happen. And at that age it's difficult to reverse it. But God, who can defy medical science, but God, who can defy anything, but God, whose word can defy anything, brought it. Sarah laughed in his head. Thank God she didn't say it with the mouth. She said it inside. The mouth haven't said it. What you have said with your mouth, that's what I would do. <laughs> so sometimes at a point, Believer, the fact that we operate in faith doesn't mean that certain things won't come into us. Sometimes we are operating in faith, certain things come in. Don't speak them out. Don't speak them out. Just help God to build your faith. That's how your faith becomes very powerful. As we take this, strengthen your faith. Abraham, the angels told him, as the angels said, exactly. They told Abraham, your wife is laughing. And we are going. Exactly what the angel said. You saw Isaac. Isaac was born. And after even Sarah died, the divine power, which is in us, that can quicken the dead in our body. Quicken the dead in the body of Abraham that after 100 years he was more potent than when he was a young boy. Mary Ketura showed Ketura that I'm old but I'm a man. Gave birth to how many children? Huh? More children born. The man was born in. <laughs> Until they asked somebody, I said, Abraham, do family planning. <laughs> this is me who said that. <laughs> Praise God. We have come.